want the truth about Christmas. If it's the truth you want, then it's the scary truth you're going to have. According to the Book of Claus, Santa, Satan's only son, lost a bet and was forced to spread Christmas cheer. But now, all bets are off. Santa? Yes, there is a Santa Claus. to another episode of Small Town Horror with Johnny and Randy. And, of course, I am Johnny. <laughs> and I'm Randy. <laughs> and if y'all could... Oh, my god! If gosh. y'all heard the little chuckles in the laugh, or in the trailer, I, I couldn't hold it together, man. <laughs> Fran. What's her name? Fran Dresser. Heard a little laugh. Santa? <laughs> it kills me. Oh, man. I'm, I'm, when I watched it today, I say that I, I lost it. <laughs> but, oh man, she kills me, dude. That was insane, man. Oh man, I think this is gonna be a fun episode, dude. This is nothing like, like I told you. I know I've heard of it. I'd seen it. I knew that Goldberg was in it. I've never seen this movie before. Before now, I haven't either. Never. I like I'm like you. I've seen like clips of it, mm-hmm. but yeah, like it was nothing that I expected. No, it, it wasn't anything like I thought it was gonna be. But uh, we are definitely happy to have you guys and gals with us again on this week's episode. Uh, of course, it's the holidays, and everybody's getting ready for Christmas or Hanukkah, whatever you yeah. whatever you celebrate. Uh, we're gonna have three episodes this month, which we three? yes, we announced it on the last episode. Trimmers. Yep. Uh, we're doing Santa's sleigh, which is today. Yep. Then we are doing Silent Night, Deadly Night. Garbage Day. <laughs> That's part two. Oh, my bad. And then, last but not least, it's actually coming out after Christmas, but our, our third episode will be Krampus. Krampus. Which I'm excited for you to see. I've never seen it. And my brother, Chris Reyes, he's never seen it, so he's going to review it with us. Kill. So, and and it, I just can't wait for you guys to watch that because it's, it's going to be just like this movie. Nothing you're expecting. Really? Yeah. I feel that way. Because when I watched it, I was like... Hmm. Is it going to be as funny as this movie? Oh, I ain't telling nothing, man. Oh, my goodness. I ain't no, man. 
but I like it. I just put it that way. <laughs> but anyway, uh, man, are we ready to already get in this? Let's or do what? it. Okay. I, got, I got your review right here. You want the book or do you want the you paragraph? Want the summary? Yeah. Whatever you want to give us, man, go for it. Let's go with Santa Claus is actually a demon who lost a bet with an angel, so he becomes the giver of toys and happiness. But when the bet is off, he returns to his evil ways. And you know what? After watching this film, Bill Goldberg needs to be a, a Viking. Viking. Without question. Dang, he played that good. Yeah. Man. He looked bad to the bone, too. Well, it was crazy because I I looked at it and I seen yeah. him and I seen his little braids that he had and I was like, oh, that's cool. And then he took his little hat off and it looked like an old helmets. And I thought, okay, okay. And then his sleigh came into picture mm-hmm. and it's actually got the shields on the side of it like the old Viking boats. Right. So and and then he got his big old bison and man, it was it was cool. It was a cool look. Uh before we actually get into who wrote, directed it, and all the story and stuff, I I, I don't want to wait till the end of the episode. I want to go ahead and say it. Uh if any of you are new listeners, uh you can catch Small Town Horror with Johnny and Randy at uh Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Overcast. Breaker and anywhere you can get your podcast. Yeah, pretty much anywhere. Uh, and now we have an email. If you ever want to email us, to even if it's just you know asking questions or giving us suggestions, mm-hmm. uh, we've had people hit us up on Instagram. Our Facebook and Instagram is Small Town Horror with Johnny and Randy. Our Twitter is Small T Horror Pod. Is that right? I think so. <laughs> okay, but that's Twitter. You small, know those handles better than I do. Small T-Horror Pod. Yes, that is our handle on Twitter. But now our email, our new email is smalltownhorrorjrpod at gmail.com. So, uh, if people still email, like you said they do. I'm pretty sure people still email. If you guys got any questions or suggestions, uh, hit us up. And we still have no reviews on Apple uh, Podcasts. None? None, not one. And so if you do listen to us on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review, whether it's good or bad. I don't care. If you don't like me, just say so and we'll replace me. I mean, that's all you got to do. Or if you want Randy to start doing every episode by himself and me just sitting back here going, yeah, I agree. Yeah, send those those emails to uh, notso at yahoo.email.com.gmail.com. Center, but whatever you listen to, anything, what, anything you listen to on any of those where you get your podcast, man, leave a review. For like sure. I said, I mean, hey, we, we take suggestions. Trust me, and it, we actually have one is like, which we have the suggestion by the inventor of the pulling scale. Yeah, and then we have our first Instagram, mm-hmm. or was it Twitter? No, it was Instagram. It was Instagram. Our first Instagram suggestion, Yellow Brick Road, that we're hopefully going to be doing. Oh, we're doing it in January. In we're January. It. Yeah. yeah, we're doing it in January. Uh, we just got to find it. Right. Um, we did find it on Voodoo, but we're kind of waiting for it to go on sale. <laughs> yeah, before I. Because uh, the last time I bought a movie before I watched it <laughs> was uh, Black Christmas. And. By, by, by pulling. And it was garbage. Garbage. So, and that was only four ninety nine. You know man. he's gonna he's gonna talk to you after reading or listening to this podcast. Probably he's gonna be like, "Man, y'all just can't with my movie." <laughs> Why does he sound like an old man? I don't know. It just kind of happened. <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyway, I was about to start making fun of him. I ain't gonna do it. Nope. I'm you hear that, David? <laughs> you hear it? He's making fun of you. 
But anyway, so like I said, that's where you can get uh, a hold of us on our new uh, email is smalltownhorrorjrpod at gmail.com. So that being said, man, let's get into this thing. Let's do it. All right. So Santa's Sleigh is a rated R horror slash comedy horror film that came out in 2005. And it was written and directed by David Steinman. Uh, the cast playing Santa Claus, or go ahead if you want to say it. Pierre Noel. Is the one and only Bill Goldberg. I don't think they ever referred to him as Pierre Noel. No, they didn't. I think it was always just Santa. Right. So Satan's son. Right. And Bill Goldberg did a heck of a job. Oh, dude, it was awesome. We got Robert Culp as Grandpa. Which he was also in a hit television series. Everybody loves Raymond. He was. Uh, you didn't know that? No. Yeah, that's the dad. That's um, it's Raymond's father-in-law. I don't guess I've watched it enough. Maybe not. I don't remember his, his dad. wife Deborah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's her dad. The only dad I seen was his it was dad. Frank. That, yeah, it was Frank. No. But anyway, then we got. I'm, I hope I'm saying this right. Emily De Raven. I think it's Amelia De Ravine. Say what? I think. It might be French. Anyway, she's Mary. <laughs> uh, Douglas Smith plays Nicholas uh, Yulson. Dave Thompson plays Thomas. Pastor Timmons. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saul Rubinick. Rubinick. Rubinick plays Mr. Green. And Chris Catan plays Jason. What? No, that's a uh, that's a that's the Roxbury's dude. I don't know who is Chris. That's Roxbury. <laughs> oh, I was like, no, yeah. I was like, I know who he is. Or that's uh, oh, what was his name? Uh, oh, the movie that he did. You guys want some cookies? What was that movie? I don't know. Oh my goodness, that's gonna bother me. But anyway, Chris Kattan plays Jason Mason. Jason uh, Mason is his name. That's what it is. Wow. Fran Dresser plays Virginia Mason. Uh, Rebecca Gayhart is Gwen Mason. And then we've got Tommy Lister Jr. Zeus. Debo. Debo. As the gas station attendant. And we have James, uh, I think his name's James Can. He's a well-known actor, too. He plays Darren Mason. And for some reason, he's uncredited. I don't know why. Maybe he just didn't want to be part of it. I don't know. Maybe he was embarrassed. I don't think he should be, though. Which one was he? He was the dad at the very beginning. Oh, the one that... Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> he was in it for like five minutes. So? Be proud of the five minutes. I would. Yeah, really. That started it off with Fran and that laugh. Man. It was, <laughs> oh, the movie got going. Yeah, that laugh. All right, so let's get into this, man. <laughs> Opening scene, we hear Joy to the World, and we're at a Christmas dinner. It would the opening scene itself, the way that they just kind of jumped into the scene. Mm-hmm. Whenever it was zooming in on the house, it felt like an old sitcom with the music. Yeah, I can see that. And how the how it was just a still shot of the house. Yeah, you know, like every whatever happened to yeah. the- <laughs> Mike and Molly. Yeah, when it would just zoom in on the house, that's what it felt like. Da, I was like, da, is this a da, movie or is this a TV show? Right, it did. I didn't think about that. So we see a woman walking in with a tight dress, and she's carrying. Uh, a turkey. I thought you was for real. I was like, you ain't leaving. <laughs> uh, carrying a turkey. And she sets it down on the table. And we see two girls talking. They're sisters. And they're talking about, I guess they're wanting certain like purses, but it's got to be name brand. They're like, none mm-hmm. of that. 
uh, store, uh, shopping mall crap. Yeah, yeah. And I'm guessing, I, man, I don't know if it's the oldest sister, but her name's Gwen. She looks at the two girls. She's like, settle for nothing less than Prada girls. Mm-hmm. And Virginia, which is Fran, she's like, don't teach my girls that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So anyway, they're just sitting around, and <laughs> it kills me because Jason, which is Chris Kattan. Corky. Corky Romano. Corky, that's it. That's what it is. Yeah. I don't know why I just not thought of it. But Jason, who is Chris Kattan, he looks over at his wife, Gwen, and he goes, hey, what does Gwenny uh, want from big old Santa? And she just looks at him, and she says, just a faithful husband. <laughs> and then Fran says, what's your second wish? Yeah. <laughs> and which her name is Virginia in the movie. She starts laughing. And Fran's husband, which is named Darren, it's funny because he goes, you know what I was thinking, honey? She's like, what, dear? He goes, I was sitting here and thinking, dear God, don't let the bird taste like a shoe like it did last year. <laughs> let it be tender and moist just for once. <laughs> and I laugh because Virginia looks. She goes, yeah, moist. That would be nice. It's called foreplay. <laughs> and then Darren's like, I don't want to screw the bird. I just want to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sitting there, I'm, like, I'm sitting there thinking, hold on, this is the opening scene? Yeah. Like, this is a dysfunctional family. It never, it didn't even start the way, like, th- this opening scene let me know that this movie was going to be nothing like I thought it was going to right, be. Right, right. <clears throat> but the sad part is, this is my favorite scene of the whole movie, though. Really? Yeah, it was. So anyway, uh, we it, it starts panning underneath the table, and you can hear Virginia, which is Fran, and then Jason, who is Chris Kattan. And she starts rubbing against his leg like they're playing footsies. And she's giving him potatoes. And she goes, one potato, <laughs> two potato. And the whole time, uh, uh, Jason's like, yeah, yeah. And he's, <laughs> but they're doing it right in front of his wife. You're right. And her husband. And uh, now this part did get a little bad. Jason goes, let's dig in. And he's like messing with her down there, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's funny as heck. Darren pops up, which is the husband of uh, Virginia. He pops up and he goes, Listen, you half a fag. He goes, I'll stick this fork in your eye. Why don't you ask Santa for a pair of balls? <laughs> and uh, now, this come out in 2005. I'm just repeating what he was saying. Exactly. <laughs> and <laughs> he gets up, and it's funny because uh, Virginia just looks at her daughter, Beth, and she's like, Beth, say grace. <laughs> so she, she starts praying. Everybody bows their head. She's like, dear Lord, thank you for this food. Thank you for not letting us be poor. <laughs> Or be Samoan. <laughs> and I'm like, where did, did this, that come from? What was the Samoan part for? Well, as she's praying, uh, you hear these footsteps on the roof. And all of a sudden, they all, after she gets done praying, they look at the fireplace and you can see this soot coming down. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> out of nowhere, man, you just see Santa boom, like his big old freaking feet hit the mm-hmm. ground. And he just busts through the fireplace. Here's your part. And it killed me. He busts through. He takes his hat off and he just throws it. And his hat ends up landing on the hat rack. Mm-hmm. And uh, Virginia goes, Santa? Ah, <laughs> dude. I lost it. It was so funny. I don't know why. It was her face. Man, you should have kept that pulled up. We we replayed that. Oh that was hilarious. Gosh. It was hilarious. Oh, my gosh. But it just killed me. And then he, Santa goes, yes, Virginia, there is a Santa. And he starts doing his little 
evil laugh, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Well, before all this went down, uh, we get introduced to this little dog. Oh, what was the dog's name? I don't even remember. Uh, it was something like... Uh, oh, I can't remember. Anyway. Nah. But it got introduced to the we got introduced to the dog. Well, as soon as he looks at her, he goes, "Yes, Virginia, Santa is real." The dog starts barking and walks up to <laughs> Santa, and he football kicks his dog Pretty. all the way across the room into the ceiling fan. It throws his dog back at Goldberg. Goldberg. It <laughs> throws it back at Santa, and he just moves to the side. And it lands in the fireplace, and all hell breaks loose in this scene. Bye, bye, puppy. Uh, well, what's funny is when did you notice when he killed the dog? The dad was just like, eh. he was like, I don't really, yeah. really like that dog. Well, out of nowhere, oh, uh, Santa runs, does a flip onto the table. Well, it was more like a roll on top of the table, pulls out two knives and stabs the dad's hands to the table. They were forks. Are you sure they were forks? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but that I thought that was pretty sweet. That was a good effect. Yeah, it looked pretty good. Because the dad was sitting there fighting with the forks the whole time his family was done. Right. Stabs uh, Darren's hands to the table. Looks over at Beth. And Beth faints. But when she falls back, what does she land on? She lands on something that was already broken. It was sharp. Either it was already broken or when she fell it broke it. But it went right through her neck. And then (laughs) he looked over at Virginia and she goes, Who are you? What are you doing? And he... (laughs) He blows his fire on her, and it catches her whole hair on fire. And, of course, she's doing her scream because it's mm. Fran. She's doing her scream. Uh, and then Jason, th- this is the only part that I was like, okay, this, this that part I could have <laughs> done without. Jason gets up and goes, hey, you want a piece of this? Let's go. And he starts halfway trying to do, like, karate poses. And, yeah, and Santa just looks at him and just kicks him in back into a cabinet. <laughs> uh, and then... When it goes back to Virginia, her hair is finally out, but she's completely bald. She's scorched bad. Mm-hmm. He grabs her head and he dunks it in the punch bowl and drowns her. Yep. Well, then, it, I, this part killed me. One of the sisters is underneath the table. Well, he walks over and he kicks the leg out from underneath the table and he turns around and looks at Gwen. And she goes, I've been good. And he just smacks <laughs> her upside the forehead and busts her head open and she dies. Yep. And uh, the sister gets out from her table, takes off running. He gets the star off of the top of the tree and freaking ninja throws it. Ninja star. Yeah, he gets her in the back, kills her. Well, finally he goes over to Darren, which is the dad, and he takes the turkey leg off. Dude, this was brutal. I know. I think this is the worst kill out of all of them. I don't know why. When this scene, when we were watching it, we had my twin girls and their best friend, Stacia, which is pretty much like a daughter, too. Mm -hmm. Did you see when uh, he started putting it in Darren's mouth and the station looked away? She's Listen. like, nope, yep. He shoves his turkey leg, or yeah, a turkey leg in Darren's mouth and slams his face against the table and it shoves it in his back of his throat. Yeah, that was brutal. That was a good scene. And then popped back up and all he had was a little nub. Yes. Barely had the nub sticking out of his mouth. Yep. And then just like that, it cuts to the title Santa's Slay. Dun dun. Yeah. And then nothing but Christmas music. But I'm so glad you said that. I'll, I'll, I'll point that out later. <laughs> so the credits start rolling, and now after the credits are over, we're in this town. It says Hell Township Christmas Eve. Now, this town is actually called Hell Township. That's important. Yeah. You have to remember. 
Randy, I'm gonna let you take over here. You can't read my handwriting, can you? No, I can. Yeah, bitch, can. <laughs> so it opens up with this deli, <laughs> uh, and it, it's really cool because they're they're in a place called Hell Township, and this deli is called Heaven Sent. Yes, that's cool. I thought that was kind of cool. And the opening scene is just <clears throat> this old lady at the, <laughs> at the counter talking to this teenage boy about the different sandwiches. Mm-hmm. And she's like complaining, and she's being a real wench. Yeah, she she's is bad, bad wench. And the boy's name is Nicholas. Yeah, and this is the first time we get introduced to Nicholas. Yes. So he's like, "It's this and that," and she was like, "Well, I want this. I can't have that, and all this." And she's just going back and forth, giving him all kinds of crap. But she picks the, I think, the roast beef. Uh huh. Um, so he goes over to make the sandwich. Then the uh, manager, I guess, comes out, and he was talking. He's like, "That's roast beef, Mr. That's Green." Mr. Green. He's the owner. Yeah, he's the owner. And uh, he says, "Well, that's four seventy-five. So she goes, "That's that's that's so high." And he was like, "Well, will four fifty make you feel better?" And she dumps out her little change purse, and she got all these quarters. And she goes, four fifty. So she hands him the four fifty, and he says, "You know, she's getting ready to leave." And he says, yeah, "Have a good day and happy holidays." She turns around and she was like. Don't give me that political garbage bull crap. You tell me Merry it, Christmas. It's Christmas. You tell me Merry Christmas. <laughs> so he says, okay, Merry Christmas. And she turns, she starts to walk away. She stops, slowly turns around. She's like, well, thank you. And F you. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, holy crap, this old lady. <laughs> yeah. She's going to, she goes to walk out of the door and Mary is yeah. actually there. And she's standing there and she looks over here and she's like, she's call her a slut or something, doesn't yeah. she? Yeah. So, she didn't even say anything to her. No, never said a word to her. So they're they're doing that, and they're all talking like, "Man, this woman's crazy." Well, then it goes to the old lady driving this car, and she's like, "You ever, you ever seen those shots of the little kids driving cars, and all you can see is their knuckles? That's all you can see on this woman." Yeah, it's it looks just like, like the my top si- of her look, head. Looks like my sister-in-law driving. <laughs> yeah, it looks like my sister driving. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, yeah she I'm don't. Listen. Her, I'm gonna let her. She don't listen to the podcast anyway. So. What is this? Twenty-two minutes in. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. So this little old lady's driving. She's smoking, and she's all over the road. You, I, I, you can't really tell if it's because there's snow and ice, or if it's just her old lady driving. <laughs> Remember four thirty two? They used to drive around Kennedy all the oh, time. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, that was her. Right yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Anyway, so she's driving along, swerving all over the road, and all of a sudden, this sleigh comes out, and it's pulled by a bison, which I thought was really cool. Yes. They like they keep calling it a reindeer through the whole movie. Yeah, this is clearly a big old bison. Yep, or a I don't I don't think it's a yak. I'm pretty sure it's just a bison. And you get introduced to Santa Claus. Well, no, you don't got introduced. You don't got introduced to him, but you see Santa Claus now <laughs> yeah. outside of somebody's house. So he's going. He gets up behind this car, <sighs> and the old woman. I think she turns around and says something or does something honks a horn no he gets up and he's like get out of the way yeah he 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 gets up he's like move b get out of the way and i'm like really we're going here goldberg's pulling out ludicrous lyrics yeah so that's when she flips him off she flips him off honks a horn well he gets pissed and he ends up having the bison ram into the back of her car she slides off the road hits a bank and barrel rolls yeah yeah and old lady dies yeah which was Kind of <laughs> funny. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was kind of. She funny. went up and smoked. Come on now. Well, she was a wench. <laughs> she earned it. Anyway. Mm. Ah. Nah. Mm. Nah. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> what? Coughing up a lung. Anyway. So we go back to the deli. 
And they're getting ready to close the deli down. And the manager, the owner, comes out and he's got presents for Mary and Nicholas. Mr. Green. Mr. Green. And uh, he gives his to Mary. And I don't even remember what Mary's was. Uh, Snow Globe. Snow globe. He gives yeah. Mary just a normal slow globe. Slow globe. Slow globe. <laughs> slow globe. You ever seen a slow globe? <laughs> but yeah. he got her one to. He said she, she said something about thanks. It's almost just like the one you gave me last year. But it's from different cities. Is what he gives. Her. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> she opens that. He gives Nicholas his, and Nicholas opens it up, and it's a clock. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Oh, it's a clock. Thank you, Mister Green." He's like, "It's not just a clock." It shows the time and every time zone, and it's showing us, and it's it's actually kind of cool looking. Yeah, it is because it's yeah. got a picture of the world, like mm-hmm. a map, and it's got the different places, and it shows their time zone, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah, which they use later on in the movie. Right. So now, he tells them, "Get out of here! It's Christmas. You know, go quit working." So yeah. they go to leave, and I like how they do the little circle because we used to do that growing up. Oh yeah, yeah. They hold the little circle up, try to get somebody to do it, but she breaks it. The first time when she's going to grab his coat, she's like, you're never going to get me. So she she ends up giving him a ride home. And I think it was kind of cool. Like, he's letting them celebrate Christmas, and he's clearly Jewish. Because as they're leaving, he's pulling out his menorah. Yeah. And he's setting his menorah up. Now, I feel like you need to explain the circle thing real quick. The circle thing? Yeah, because some people that's not watching the movie. Well, it's... What it is is you just hold your finger up, which... <laughs> it's like the okay symbol, but like upside down. Or something where you just hold. Yeah, the circle. Yeah, it's like, hey, did you drop that when they look? You put. Yeah, yeah you yeah, put yeah. your little, you you know, your index finger and your thumb together. You make a circle and you try to get somebody. And if there they you look, yeah. you get you get two two punches. Well, I just, I just figured that if somebody hadn't seen the movie, they're yeah. like, what are you talking about? Go ahead, though. But you know, you do it to somebody, and everybody automatically goes, "Nope, I gotta break it." Yeah. So, um, so they go to leave. She's giving him a ride home, and she's bumping this hip hop, like crazy. Was at first. You don't think nothing about it. Like, them two, they just work together. She's giving a ride home. Well, as soon as she gets into the truck and he's getting stuff loaded up, she she gets some toothpaste out, puts it on her finger, starts rubbing her teeth. Mm-hmm. And trying to make her breath fresh, and she spits it out. And I'm like, all right, she's got something for him. Oh, yeah. You could you could tell then. I think we've all done that, too. Just if we've had actual toothbrush with yeah. our toothbrush. Yeah, right I, yeah, I've done that a couple times when I have time to brush my teeth. Gross. I know, it's weird. Go ahead, though. Um, so they're... Talking, but pretty much just BSing on the way home. Talking about uh, her family and her dad shoots guns and and all this kind of stuff. They're hunters. The hunters, yeah, yeah. So they get home, and uh, they get Nicholas home. Nicholas goes up to his door, and he has to go through like two or three different steps to get the keys. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. So he he gets until you get yeah until you get in, and then you realize what's going on. So he gets the key, he finally gets the door open, and as soon as he shuts the door, you hear the time the alarm going off. Yeah. But then he goes to lock it, and they've got like five deadbolts. <laughs> it looked like Laurie Strode's house from Halloween. Yeah, it really did. Like yeah. he was just constantly locking the door. It's like there's a hundred bolts on this door. Um so he's in uh, goes into the kitchen. He's calling for his grandpa. Mm-hmm. He goes in the kitchen to make himself a sandwich or something like that. Well, he's in the refrigerator, yeah. I think. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the lights go out. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he's like, Grant, and he heard like a crack or something. Yeah. Like something busted or something. So he starts getting up, walking around the house, hollering for his grandpa. Where he goes to this door, opens it up, and it leads downstairs into the basement. And he's walking downstairs in the basement. And it's it's weird because he does that 
like kid trying to creep around the house yeah. kind of thing. And he has the same look and everything. Like he's trying not to make any noise whatsoever. Trying not to get caught. Yeah. So he's walking down there and he's calling for his grandpa. He doesn't hear anything. Well, he finally gets over to the fuse box and it looks like it's from like 1914. <laughs> yeah. Look like one of the very first fuse boxes that Nikolai Tesla ever put together. Right, right. And uh, he opens it up, gets to looking at the fuses. And then all of a sudden a hand grabs him. He turns around, scares whoever it is, and they drop something. And it's a bunch of bulbs breaking in the box. And it's Grandpa. Right. That's all they call him through the whole movie is Grandpa. And we find out later that he's actually a person of interest. Yes. In the whole movie. And, excuse me. So, he's pretty much like, uh, he kind of seemed to me like Doc Brown, like an inventor. He did kind of have a Doc Brown feel to him. He did. And it's funny because uh, they're just kind of looking around and he shows his grandson, Nicholas. He's like, look, you know, he's like, be careful with that nutcracker because he picked up the nutcracker. Nicholas did. And he's like, okay. And he tells him that nutcrackers are very dangerous if you don't use them right. Well, he opens it up. What did it shoot out? I guess it shot out a chestnut. I don't know, but it was. I, I thought it was a bullet. That's what I thought. <laughs> but it starts going all over the uh, the place and. Grandpa's like, uh, watch it, you you know, uh, you put an eye out. And then he's like, this and your brown toilet paper is the worst <laughs> idea. The worst colored toilet paper you could ever have, you know. Brown toilet paper. Like, yeah, uh, brown colored toilet paper, that's what killed me. I would buy somebody brown toilet paper for Christmas. That'd be funny. I'd, that'd be hilarious. You know, speaking of that, we have a buddy. I'm not going to mention his name to embarrass him, but he poops in the dark. And we used to always ask him, how do you know when you're done? And he was like, well, after oh. I get done, I'd walk over to the light and turn it on. I'm like, no, you stupid. No, yeah, nope. I was, uh, trying, to figure out, I was trying to figure out who he's talking about, but I know exactly who you're talking about now. So anyway. <laughs> yeah, he's weird. So anyway, then his grandpa, there's a map on the wall. And literally, that's the guy's name, Grandpa. Yep. Grandpa walks over and pulls the map down, and then it folds up, of course. And he shows him that there's a bunker. Mm-hmm. Here's my thing. How long have they lived together and Nicholas didn't know any of this stuff? Like, it's just like, it's like, it's just now he's figuring out his grandpa's weird. Well, he mentions the bunker and he says something about show me the bunker or, or I want he, or grandpa said something about showing him the bunker. And he, I guess he's finally letting him see it. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. But they said, Nicholas in the movie says he's 16. Yeah. So how long has he been living with his grandpa? Right. So, once they get in the bunker, uh, his grandpa's just kind of showing them around and telling them, you know, hey, when, when time comes and you'll be, re- or when time comes, I'll be prepared. Mm-hmm. But you don't know what he's talking about. Right. And he's even got surveillance cameras in there where he can see, like, the front yard, backyard, stuff like that. Well, I know where it cuts to, you hear this bell ringing and there's Santa Claus, the evil Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. And you see this guy walk up to him and he puts a, uh, does he have a knife or a gun? I think it was a knife. But he puts, yeah, that's right. He puts it up to Santa's throat and he goes, "What up, Santa?" B word. <laughs> He's like, "How much Christmas cheer you got in that pot?" Because he, you know, people's putting dollar bills yeah, like and stuff the in there. Salvation Army Santa yeah. Claus. Yeah, dude, out of nowhere, Santa freaking, oh, freaking I, takes this dude, throws him on the ground. Then he he's got a but the whole time he's sucking on a uh, candy cane. He pulls the candy cane out of his mouth and it's got a sharp tip. Yeah, like every single person in the world does with a candy cane. Yes, you just sharpen that tip up really good. Picks the dude up and slams this freaking uh, 
candy cane in the dude's eye. Then don't he slam his face into the ground to make it go a little deeper? No, he smashes his face into the wall. Oh, the wall. Yeah, that's right. And then to make things worse, he picks the guy up and just chunks his body into a dumpster, like taking out the trash. Now, you got to remember, this is Goldberg. Yeah. A professional wrestler. This was, what, 2004? Five. Okay, so it was probably filmed 2004, 2003-ish. I don't think that was a dummy. It didn't look like a dummy. No, and if it was, they did a very good job on it. It straight looked like Goldberg picked this dude up (laughs) off the ground, picked him up over his head, Probably didn't chunk him into the garbage can. Right, like right. But just kind of threw him off onto a mat. It looked like they wanted a real shot, so they had Goldberg pick the guy up and hold him up over his head. It did look good. Yeah, it looked really good. Well, it cuts back to now. Grandpa and Nicholas are going upstairs. They're leaving. And uh, it's so funny because you hear Grandpa's in front of Nicholas. And you can hear the step, and it's like, Creaking. or something. It creaks bad. <laughs> and you hear Grandpa, he goes, whoops. He turns around, and instead of saying, I'm sorry, he's like, Frank? Or I'm pardon, pardon my Frank? Something like that. I don't know how he, it's some kind of old thing. And Nicholas goes, what? And they just stare at each other, and all of a sudden you see him go, oh, God, Grandpa. (laughs) And he goes, I said I'm sorry. He farted right on him. (laughs) He crop dusted him. (laughs) So they walk upstairs, and he just keeps hounding his Grandpa about, you know, What's going on? What do I got to get ready for? And he's like, why don't we celebrate Christmas? Because that's one thing he don't want to hear is Merry Christmas. Yeah. Well, finally, he's like, okay, if you want the truth, I'll tell you the scary truth. So he goes and gets this big book. But he's he's got this book in a safe, but it's under, how would you say it's like? It's it's a floorboard safe. safe. Yeah, it's like a floorboard safe. He does something to open up this safe, and it like raises up out of the floorboard. And when he when it comes up, Nicholas is like, "Man, you're full of surprises." Mm-hmm. He pulls this huge book out, and it's funny because he didn't say it right. But Nicholas is like, "What is that? The Necronomicon?" <laughs> but he calls it something else. But he was trying to say it, yeah, maybe because of rights or something. They wouldn't Probably. say it. They couldn't. Bruce Campbell was off screen going, "Hey, <laughs> Bruce!" But uh, anyway. Uh, I'm trying to see. Is this when he starts telling him about the book? Well, yeah, he starts. He sits down to read the book, and he starts reading it in... Um, then Mary shows up. Yeah, he starts reading it in, like, Norwegian. Yeah. In, like, old Viking language. And he says, Grandpa, in English while he's eating his sandwich. And his grandpa even says, how come you don't embrace your Norwegian, yeah. you know, language or whatever? And then he starts reading the book in English. So when he does finally start reading it, and he's telling about uh, the two things that exists in this world for a fact is God and the birth of his son, Jesus Christ, Mary and Joseph. Mm -hmm. And then the second thing is Satan, Mm -hmm. the devil. And he says the devil had a son, which is going to be Santa Claus. Yeah, he says the two immaculate uh, conceptions. Yeah. It was the birth of of Jesus Mm -hmm. with God and Mary. And then apparently the birth of a son to Satan Yeah, called Santa. Well, as he starts getting into it, we hear the doorbell ring, and Grandpa's like, ah, daggum carolers. Mm-hmm. He gets up, and when he looks through the uh, the window, it's Mary. And she waves at him, and he looks her in. He's like, hey, your girlfriend's here. Mary's here. And it's funny. Mary comes in. She goes, hey, Grandpa. She goes, uh, I got a Wolverine for you. Wolverine meat. Just processed. And he goes, really? She goes, yeah, it's so fresh you can almost smell its breath. And he's like, well, I've never had Wolverine before. He takes that foil off. You can hear the flies. And 
I don't know what it, it looked like. The neck of the turkey when you take it out, it looked like intestine, it looked like chitlins to me. Uh, but there was hair on it, and it was. Lit. But his reaction, he played it good. He opens the foil, he sees it, he closes it, and he's like, "Hmm, never had Wolverine." He goes, I, I, "That I looks delicious." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it didn't, Grandpa. Uh, well, when he walks off, it leaves Nicholas and Mary to themselves. Now, I don't think you covered this well, though. You may have. Did you say anything about the Transformer? No. Earlier when they were in the truck, they were talking about, why don't you celebrate Christmas? And he was like, well, even when I was little, he said, everything I asked for, I never got. He said, I always wanted a Transformer. And all I got was an Easy Bake Oven. Yeah. And uh, so now, fast forward, she walks in and she goes, hey, I got you a gift. And I knew what it was as soon as she gave it to him. Because you tell how it was wrapped. Yeah. He opens it up and it's a gun. And he's like... A gun? He's like, not not to be uh, ungrateful, but the F are you thinking? Or something like that, you know? <laughs> are you effing crazy? And she's like, no, there's more to meets the eye. And she grabs it, she opens it. It's a gun that turns into a Transformer. Yep. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. So, he said, I'm as happy as a Make-A-Wish kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, really? So, now it cuts to we're at a church, and the pastor's up there, and he's talking about giving. And they're, they're passing around the offering plate. Yep. And he's like, uh, it don't matter what the other person gives. Give them dollar bills. If you don't want to do the, or yeah, he's like, don't worry about the change. Do the dollar bills. And he's just, the pastor's just up there building this. Laying it on thick. Yeah, like, don't don't worry about what your neighbor's doing. Don't worry about this. Uh, don't be stubborn with your money. Mm-hmm. Just hammering it. Well, as soon as it cuts, he gets done doing his little speech, then it cuts to all of a sudden we see the pastor pull up at this place. And he just says gold diggers. That's all you know. And he's like, uh, everything going good tonight? And the pastor, that, that's what the pastor has to bounce. He's like, yeah, well, you see him give him some cash. Mm-hmm. They shake hands. And he's like, you're all set. Well, the pastor goes in gold diggers and it's a strip club. And every bit of that freaking money that he got from the offering plate, that's what he went to do to take it to the strip club. Yep. Well, as he goes in, all of a sudden Santa's sleigh comes up. Here comes Santa. And when he gets off, it's funny. When he gets off his sled, he throws like the keys mm-hmm. to the what? what what's it the called? The valet. The valet, and the valet's like, hmm. "What is this?" Yeah. So he gets in the sleigh and he picks the rope up, but all of a sudden, it, uh, the reindeer just takes off and it like throws him in the very back. Mm-hmm. Well, Santa walks up to the uh, bouncer, and the bouncer's like, "Whoa, you're not on the list. You're not getting inside." And as Santa starts to make his way to inside. The bouncer grabs hold of him. Big mistake. Yeah. Santa grabs a reef. He's on his back. Mm-hmm. Santa grabs a reef, throws it around the dude's neck, and flips him over, and then strangles him so bad with it. it, it I thought it looked good. His, his, his eyes popped. Yeah. Not like they didn't explode. It was like the veins in his eyes mm-hmm. busted. I thought that was cool. And it was cool because he didn't just choke him with it. He actually twisted the reef. Yeah. To make it, like, tighter. Yeah. Yeah, oof. So Santa walks into uh, <laughs> to Gold Diggers, and he always takes his hat off and throws it. You ever notice that? Mm-hmm. He walks in, and you see all these strippers, and there's the uh, pastor over there with the cash. And it's funny because he walks up, and there's a stripper fixing to walk by, and Santa goes, ho, ho, hoes, <laughs> like that. He grabs one of the strippers and just kisses her. And then when she gets up, you can tell she kind of got offended. Well, then he points up, and there was a mistletoe. And she yeah. kind of smiled and walked off. Yeah. Um. Well, let me see here. Uh, okay, anyway. 
So she walks off. Pretty much, man. How do you describe this thing? Just well, all was hell a, breaking loose? Pretty much. There was another bouncer or a security guard or something yeah. at the bar. Well, he, he notices what he uh, the Santa does with the stripper. Yeah, yeah. He gets oh, the big, he was yeah, like a huge... Big old Samoan dude looking yeah. at him. Yeah. So as soon as he let her go, he he ran over to save the day or whatever, and he got the what for. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, I, honestly, it was so much action in this part. I didn't, I couldn't keep up with everything. Man, there was so much going on. I know at one point the bartender jumped up and grabbed a pickaxe and a shovel that was hanging above the bar. Yeah, and handed it to another guy, and they tried to take care of Santa. The only kill scene I remember that there was one. Uh, and, and it was funny. The the stripper slides down the pole and takes <laughs> off. Santa goes over to grab the pole, and before he does it, he's like, he goes, yeah, he goes, ugh. And he takes Windex or something, all of a sudden, he sprays the pole down and starts wiping it clean. <laughs> then he breaks the pole off. Yep. And You know what fu- I thought of as soon as he did that? What? Robin Hood Men in Tights. Oh, yeah. On the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. First thing popped in my head. Well, you don't pay no toes. You don't eat no rolls. <laughs> I made that up. But anyway, he walks over with this pole, and he throws it to this guy. The guy catches the stripper pole and he kicks it up and it br- goes into a light socket. And just electrocutes the fire out of him. That looked good. Yeah, that and that one, was unique. That was a yeah, unique kill. That one looked good. And there was another one where the guy had the pickaxe, the skinny bartender, and he went to swing at Santa and he had the same pole and he hit it up. And as he did, the pickaxe bounced, hit the guy right in the forehead. Yeah, the, yeah. And just stuck. You know what this reminded me of? Not, and I'm not. Some of the kill scenes, I was like, men are unique. It's almost like Jack Frost. When he remember when uh, Jack Frost was shoving that old lady's face into the uh, balls. Oh, and like, yeah. I was and like, it. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I ain't never seen that like that. Yeah. This was ten times better though. Yeah. So it cuts back to Nicholas and uh, Mary. They're back in the. Oh, whoa, whoa! I'm sorry. No, hold on. After everybody's dead, uh, Santa starts walking out, and he turns around and looks, and all the strippers are still alive, and they're all like hiding behind walls, looking. And he looks over, and he goes, "Naughty." He grabs, it looks yeah, like yeah, a, yeah, piece a piece of coal. A piece of coal. And he breathes and he, into it. Yeah, he breathes into it, throws it down, and it catches the whole place on fire, and he just walks right out. Yep. So he killed everybody. Well, now it cuts to Nicholas and Mary, and they're talking. And he says something like, now you think my grandfather's weird, don't you? She goes, no, just a little odd. <laughs> and he snaps. He's like, oh, yeah, well, you know what's odd? It's people going out and having deer all in their house. And like he's so offended that they hunt. Yeah, and she finally was got pissed off enough. She got up. She was like, "You know what?" Because she said, "Merry," she said, uh, "Merry Christmas" to him, and then she's like, "I'm sorry, you don't want to hear that." Yeah. Well, they, after he starts snapping on her, she finally just looks and she goes, "You know what? Here, uh, you know my number. Call me when you want a mature relationship." And then she walks out front of the door. She goes, "Oh yeah, Merry Christmas." <laughs> and walks off. Uh, you want to explain this part about the thousand years and, and the bet being over? So basically, the whole story behind it is after now, this she, is Grandpa telling. Well, no, Nicholas. Grandpa's already gone to bed. Mary left. Oh, so Nicholas grabs his book. Right, right. And he starts reading through the story. So the whole thing about it is, is, um, Santa is the illegitimate or the the immaculate conception of the devil, mm-hmm. Satan, and he, uh, basically, what it is is God or. He was causing so much chaos that people would go and get together on one day for a Christ mass mm-hmm. where they would pray for protection right. from Santa. So a angel 
came down in human form to uh, keep the people safe, protect them, or, or something. Well, the angel came across Santa as he was fishing with some, or ice fishing with yeah. some, some of the elves or whatever. Now, and, be it said, as it's showing this, it looks like the old Rudolph and yeah. Santa Claus cartoons. Yeah, it looks like the old school. Like the first thing I thought of when I seen Santa was Yeti. Oh from, yeah, from yeah, the yeah. Old, you know. Yeah. But um, so he's coming across the angels coming across, and basically what he does is they're around this fish ice fishing hole, and he makes a deal because apparently Santa likes to gamble. He makes a bet with him. The old man. The, yeah, the old the old man, which is the angel. Yeah. Makes a bet with him that. Whoever can, it's basically curling. And what it is, is this giant rock that you slide across the ice and try to get as close to the circle as you can. Mm -hmm. Well, their bet was if whoever can get the closest wins without falling into the hole. So if Santa wins, or if uh, the angel wins, then Santa has to bring joy for a thousand years. Joys and gifts and basically everything we know as Santa. So, um... Santa goes first because he's like, ain't no man going to beat me or ain't no angel or nobody going to beat me. So he goes first. He slides. He gets it right on the edge of the hole. Mm -hmm. And the angel comes in, does it, and he gets his just barely enough to where it tips Santa's or, yeah, Santa's rock and causes Santa's rock to fall into the hole. So the angel won. Santa's irritated. So for the next thousand years, Santa has to bring joy and gifts to everybody. Right. That was the whole premise of Santa Claus. And now, yeah, yeah. Nicholas figured out that... That was exactly a thousand years ago to that day. So the bet is over. The bet is officially over. Well, he gets online and he starts looking up the Santa tracker. Yeah. And it's funny because it, he starts... Uh, <laughs> it's not it was like a chat room. Yeah, it's a chat room. And he texts and he goes, is this the real Santa tracker? He said, is this tracker, is this Santa tracker real? And then whoever is typing on the other end responds and goes, first off, how old are you? So he types in 16, and then they respond back. He's like, no, and neither is Santa. And he's like, really? And then the guy responds like, I'm sorry if your parents have never had that conversation with you. And I'm yeah. like, really? And then he just turns around and goes to bed. Yeah, like, like nothing. Like it was like, he was like, mm. Uh, oh, well. Well, so no, it cuts now to Christmas Day. And we see this family in the, sitting in the living room, and it's like, uh, grandma, grandpa, and then the mom, and these two little boys walk in, and they start opening presents. And they're like, "Let's see what kind of sh we got this year." And then the other one's like, "Can we open our effing presents now?" And the mom's like, "Yeah, sure, go ahead." And the grandparents just look at you like, "Really?" I'm like, what the heck was that? As soon as the kids open the gifts, boom, it blows their heads off. And the grandma looks and goes, "F." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, so Santa's wasting kids now. Bad. And now it cuts back to the heaven-sent deli. And we see Mr. Green, he's like starting to cut some meat or something. I don't know what he's doing. No, he was cleaning. He had oh, a little scrubber on the, oh, yeah, the deli yeah. slicer. And all of a sudden we hear knocking on the door and he looks over and it's Santa. And he's like, hey, buddy, it's Christmas. We're closed. You should know better than anybody. And Santa just keeps banging on the uh, door. Well, finally he busts his hand through and he flips the sign open that says open to close or close to open. <laughs> And he comes in, and uh, Mr. Green, which is the owner, I don't know what he grabs, starts chunking at him. I think they were chestnuts. But he starts throwing them at uh, Santa. Yeah. And, of course, I know where Santa runs, dives through the deli case, and spears mm -hmm. 
We got a spear. Yeah, we got a spear in the movie. Spears, uh, Mr. Green against the wall. It's kind of like when you've seen Rock in his first movies, you kind of hope for he a rock bottom. He had to do it. He, he did it in Doom. And Rundown. And Rundown, yeah. So, but Gold, uh, Goldberg got to spear somebody. So he spears uh, Mr. Green to the ground, and then he turns around and he gets that Hanukkah candle, which is... The menorah. He picks it up, and we don't know what happens. We just know he just shoves it toward Mr. Green. You kind of have an idea because he yeah. turns around to go into the deli and he pulls out this, like a bowl of, I don't know if it was cottage cheese or what it was. I thought it was like dipping Dots. Yeah, and I don't know what it was, but all this, all you can see is from like the chest down, <coughs> Mr. Green's hanging on the wall somehow. Yeah. And it's kind of cool because this is the first time you kind of get an idea of what's going on because he's eating out of that little bowl and he's walking around. The the counter to go up front, and he looks over to the left. And if you look really closely at the pictures, you can see it's a picture of like a, a curling team. Yeah. And he looks over and smiles mm-hmm. and walks away. Yeah. And if you look closely at the pictures, you can see that one of them looks a lot like the old man. Oh, yeah. So you kind of get an idea right then uh-huh. and there that, hey, yep. something's not right with the old man. Right. And it didn't help. That when they did the little cartoon images of the it old looked man, just like the grandpa, looked just like grandpa. <laughs> so now it cuts to Nicholas, and he's at a gas station, and Zeus, the gas station tend to turn around as Debo, Zeus, and uh, pretty much he's just buying. It's called a. Uh, he was trying to buy gum. Yeah, and it's smoking gum, and he was like, "Eh, I'll try it." And he's like, "Yeah, it's two dollars and some change." He gives him five, and it's funny because the gas station tenant's like. Out of a five? And all of a sudden, uh, they hear commotion going on. They're like, somebody broke into the heaven-sent deli. Yeah. Well, he takes off, and the guest station is like, hey, your change. And then he just looks at it, smiles, he goes, Merry Christmas to me. <laughs> you know? so, this gets weird because if you know uh, Tiny as Debo, mm-hmm. he, just like, he does like a happy smile. Yeah. You've never seen that from Debo. No. Or Zeus. Uh, so anyway... Uh, Nicholas goes back to the deli and he finds Mr. Green. Finally, we see him. He's hanging. And that Memora, is that what it is? Menorah. Menorah, Menorah, yeah. Is through Mr. Green's throat. And it's funny because he walks over there and he cries and he kind of like taps on it. And Mr. Green's like, no, he kicked it. He like put his, he he put his foot up on his chest like he was trying to pull it out. And Mr. Green wakes up. Oh, and he's like, uh, Nicholas, Santa's real. And he's like, you're Jewish. You don't believe in Santa Claus. He's like, huh? It almost looked like he shrugged. Yeah. And he, he was like, well. And then he just died. Yeah. And that's when he put his head now, on Now, this shoes. killed me. These two officers show up. A, <laughs> now, before, hold on. Before this, you got to remember, after Santa kills him, when he's walking down the street, he bumps into all these rabbis. Yep. And he just kind of growls at him. Yeah. And he, then he just walks. And that's when it cut to Nicholas talking <laughs> to the guy that's in there. Well, these two officers show up. One's tall and skinny. The other one's short and dumpy. <laughs> they come in. And it's funny, man, because the tall officer... He's like, uh, he's he, like goes, he goes, somebody uh, knocked out Mr. Green's lights or something like that. And then he looks around and he goes, something just isn't kosher here. <laughs> you know, and I, I started dying laughing. <laughs> and then uh, they're like, well, we got these rabbis out there. You know, the little guy, uh, the little officer's talking. He's like, you, go get into the squad car, go down to the police station. And then he looks at his partner. He's like, hey, go get all them Amish people and make them go. <laughs> and they're not even Amish. You know what I'm saying? 
He's like, go put them in the squad car. We'll take them downtown and get some questions. That's <laughs> probably my favorite scene of the whole movie. Really? Just because they're, just the way those officers were, it was like hilarious. They're in the movie for all of right. two minutes. Well, and they found out, <clears throat> they found out because the uh, rabbi people said that they bumped into a Santa Claus right after it. Yeah. And so they know somebody's walking around dressed as Santa Claus, but they just killed me. Grab the almond. Uh, no, he said, grab that almond screw outside and <laughs> put him in the uh, squad car. That's hilarious. So now we cut to Nicholas is at the, uh, the police station and he goes to talk to Captain Cock. It's Cock. K A U. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And pretty much this scene was just Nicholas just telling him, hey, Santa's real, and he yeah. tries to tell him the story, and Captain ain't going for it. Right. In a nutshell, that's that scene. Well, Custin out, or he leaves. He's like, you're going to be sorry, Nicholas does. He leaves, and really, like, it was just a few minutes after he left, there's the big cop and the little cop again, and they're looking at the trails of where all these murders are happening. Yep. And they're like, it looks like a Christmas tree. And the big cop, or the tall cop, he's like, uh, that's bad, he ain't got names. <laughs> He's like, I bet he's going to stop right here. And he poke, and he puts it on the very top of the map. He's like, because that's where the star would go. Well, all of a sudden, it goes back to Captain Cock. He's in the, his uh, chair, and you hear banging on the door. And he's like, this better be important. Who is it? Well, Santa busts in with a taser mm-hmm. and tasers this dude's nuts. Oh, picks him up with one hand and then tases his balls with the other. Kills oh. him. Turns around when he walks out, all the police officers are dead. Yeah, the the tall cop is hanging on the wall where they had the map, and he's got all the flags in them. Mm-hmm. And then the one cop on the floor had a chalk line around. Him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, couldn't tell that the cop behind the counter, like the was he asleep? I guess that's what it looked like. He didn't look dead. Yeah, he looked. I'm like, sure he was. I guess. Well, it cuts now to Nick and Mary because Mary picked him up from the. Uh, Police station. Yep. They're in her dad's pickup truck, and uh, he's just sitting there, and he's, he's finally telling her what all happened. He was there when Mr. Or he he's the one that found Mr. Green, and blah blah blah. And all of a sudden, we hear the squad car, and she's like, "What is up with you and cops?" <laughs> well, she pulls over. All of a sudden, Santa gets out, and he's mm-hmm. got a nightstick. You see him get his yeah, and he's kind of banging it on his hand. Yeah, and uh, Nick's like, "Go get out of here. That's not a that's not right. That's that's Santa." She takes off, and Santa just books it, and is able to jump into the or on top of the truck. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. So this whole scene is, is they're trying, they're going back and forth, and they're trying to shake Santa out of the truck, and they're hitting their brakes, they're swap, they're going back and forth, left and right. Well, the whole time she's like, "Get my dad's shotgun." Nicholas don't know how to. Uh, unload the chamber. You don't know how to load it up. She's trying to tell him everything. <laughs> it's funny because she says, "Break it over." And she, you know, she's she's talking gun terms to him, and he doesn't. He just looks at her. He's like, "What are you talking about?" And she's like, "Put the bullet in the hole." Yeah. So he does it, cocks it up, turns around, and he's gone. Yeah. And finally, he tells her, "Hit the brakes and then take off." Mm-hmm. So she hits the brakes. Santa hits the roof, and then when she takes off, he gets thrown back. And Susie sets up. Nick uh, finally is able to shoot him, blows him off the back of the truck, and as soon as he hits the ground, he just sets up. Yeah, he kind of rolled into a set. Yep. Yeah. Well, now Nick and Mary get to Grandpa's house, and Grandpa's like, he didn't follow you, did he? He didn't follow you, did he? And he's like, no, I, I don't think so, but, you know, he just tell him about what all happened. Well, they're hiding a bunker. Well, as they're looking at the... Um, and he tells them, too, he's like, this is just a bunker. This isn't a... What do you it's say? a shelter. It's not yeah, a, yeah, a fortress. Fortress, like yeah. 
Well, they see these carolers coming up, and they're like, no, no, this is the worst time. I would have let them stay there. Yeah, you were saying to a door, for all I care. Mary runs out to go tell them to get out of here, and when she opens the door, she's like, get out of here, your lives are in danger. Out of nowhere, uh, Santa shows up and demolishes them. And, dude, he, he tosses one woman, and she snaps her neck on the step. Oh, my goodness. That, that looked freaky, man. I was like, golly. Yeah, it was a trip. So she takes off running, uh, Mary does, and now Mary, Grandpa, and Nick are back in the bunker. And Santa's pretty much just hunting for him, but he finally see he starts looking at pictures too, remember? Yeah. On the wall. So he knows who he's hunting for. Yeah, he gets down to the basement where the bunker is and he sees the map. His grandpa hit the button in the back for the map to drop. Well, he went up and looked at the map, but it wasn't all the way down and you could see the door at the bottom. Right. So he pulls mm-hmm. the map down and he starts waylaying into the bunker door. And Grandpa's got a little escape hatch to be able to get out to the garage. Just through a water heater. Yeah, that was pretty <laughs> yeah, cool. cool. It reminded me of uh, Men in Black, where they could... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the little door. Where they, yeah, where they get flushed yeah. and they show up. So, anyway, uh, they make it to the garage, and Grandpa's like, ta-da, here it is. It's snowmobiles. And uh, Mary gets on one, Nick gets on the other, and Nick's able to fire his up, but Mary can't get hers. Right. Well... Uh, I was going to say Goldberg. Uh, Santa is in the bunker and he looks on the little surveillance camera and he sees Grandpa's outside. So all of a sudden, uh, Grandpa's like, hurry up and get it going so you can get out of here. Well, out of nowhere, here comes Santa. Now it's finally when they meet each other is when you know, okay. And Grandpa's like, as soon as he sees him, Grandpa goes, you haven't aged well. And he's like, yeah, Mrs. Claus is a good cook. And he shakes his belly. But not a good barber. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's yeah, not a good barber. Um, so now we know Grandpa was the angel. And he and Santa even says, uh, only a fool would give up his immortality for a, a human. Yeah. And the whole time, Grandpa's kind of pretty much just stalling. And he's, he's telling Nick, get out of here. And he's yeah. like, I don't want to leave you, Grandpa. And he's like, go, get out of here. And Santa grabs an icicle off of the house well you think he's fixing to throw it and kill grandpa well if you look behind grandpa you can see the reindeer and the sleigh coming mm-hmm. and out of nowhere the sleigh hits and runs over grandpa and he's face down in the ground and this funny consent goes grandpa got run over by a reindeer <laughs> <laughs> like that uh mary jumps on there the snowmobile with nick they take off and he does throw the ice thing but it doesn't hit neither one of them yeah uh Excuse me, hold on. So now they're on the snowmobile. They're taking off. Santa's above them, chasing them in the sleigh. And he's throwing down these little presents, but every time the presents hit the ground, they're exploding. Mm -hmm. So the little bombs. Well, they finally get to town, and there's the pastor with the choir, and the pastor's dressed like Santa. And uh, Nick and them come through, Nick and Mary, and they're like, get out of here now, save yourself. And... (laughs) It's funny because all of a sudden they finally see the mean Santa and the one big reindeer coming. And then Pastor goes, move skanks! <laughs> like, pushes them out of the way and takes off running. And, <coughs> excuse me, he is booking it. Trying to get out of here. And how did, uh, oh, the reindeer yeah, hit. Yeah, the, the bison. Bison yeah. hit the pastor, made him flip into him. And he lands right next to... Uh, Santa Claus. And it's funny because Santa just looks at him and just back fists him right into the face. And like, as soon as he hits him, done. He's knocked out. And now Nicholas and Mary, they show up to the school. Why did they go to the school? 
I think they were just looking for a place to hide. Okay, I couldn't remember. I think that's it. I think that's the only reason they went to school, because they were looking for a place to hide. Well, it's funny. Uh, and they did have enough humor, like this little part that killed me, mm-hmm. where Nick's like, uh, I'm going to bust the window. And he grabs, his, he takes his big heavy coat off, and he rolls it up. And he punches the piss out of this window, and it don't break at all. And he just looks at her like, oh. <laughs> and she's like, okay, Superman, let's find something else to do it. And he's over there fighting with the trash can. It's chained, and he's trying to he's trying to pick up all this heavy crap. He's trying to pick up his big old bike rack. Yeah. And you hear a crash, and he looks over, and she had gotten it. She got the helmet. Yeah. She hit it with the helmet. So she gets she goes through the uh, the window. Yep. And the alarm's going off. And, and it's funny because he hears it, and he's like, yeah, he'll never find us here because the alarm's going <laughs> off, you know. <clears throat> well, Santa finally shows up, and uh, they see... Uh, they see Santa in the school. They take off running. And pretty much this scene right here, I mean, it kind of drug a little bit. I mean, all it was literally was just, you yeah. know, Santa's pissed because he takes off his jacket. and he's yeah. fine, What he's doing is showing his physique. Oh, yeah. got to show them Goldberg muscles. Yeah. I, except he didn't have the tattoo. Yeah, I seen that. They, they washed it off. So pretty much all it is is Santa's just, they're running from Santa in the school. Yep. Well, finally they get to the library and... Goldberg, Goldberg. Santa walks by and he sees the library sign. It says, shh, you know. He walks in and he's everything's real quiet. He's looking and it's trying to trying to be suspenseful, I guess. Yeah. But he's looking around. Well, finally he looks in the, excuse me, a big mirror on in the corner of the library. And he can see Mary and Nick hiding down. Well, what, what did he get? It was, it was like a it Christmas, Christmas ball. ball. Yeah. And he, he opens it, tosses it over there, and what it is is like a smoke bomb. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because they're trying their hardest not to cough and make a lot of noise. And freaking Santa Claus picks up a book, and he's like, uh, Christmas sure can scare the dickens out of people. You know? <laughs> they get up, take off running. This is my favorite part. They get up, take off running. They run to the exit. And Santa just looks over at him, and the book he has, which is A Christmas Carol, yep. is what he's reading, <laughs> looks at him. They get to the door, and she's trying to open the door, and Nick turns around, and freaking Santa chunks his book and pops Nick right in the forehead. And Nick goes, oh, oh. Like, that's all he does. It's hilarious, dude. Anyway, they take off running, and somehow they end up at an ice rink. It's like their gymnasium, you know? I think it's the school's, like, hockey Yeah, that's all. Yeah. They get in there, and all this scene was pretty much, they're sitting there, and he starts crying because his grandpa's dead. And he's like, I just realized I don't have anybody. Yep. And she's like, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm so sorry for you, but you do have somebody. You have me. They start to kiss, and Santa comes in on a Zamboni. Zamboni. Big old Zamboni. And he's freaking chasing him on his eyes, and he's fixing to hit him. And it's funny because uh, old Nick shines a flashlight in, <laughs> go, uh, gosh dang it, shines it in Santa Claus's face. And Santa says, I'm Santa Claus, not effing Dracula. <laughs> that killed me. I love that. That was hilarious. Well, right before he's fixing to crash into him, all of a sudden he gets stuck and he can't go any further. Yep. Well, they look down and what was it in front of his Zamboni? Uh, a big curling rock. Yep. Well, they turn around and there he is in his angel form. Grandpa. There's Grandpa. He's back. So he just saved the day. And... Pretty much, he's... Ooh, sorry about that. About knocked the thing over. Yeah, he did. He's pretty much, uh, now Grandpa's back, he's telling him, 
you leave them out of this. Mm-hmm. This is between me and you. And it's funny, he says, uh, you don't need the boy. And he goes, actually, he goes, Nicholas helped me out a lot. And he pulls a letter out that Nicholas wrote when he was little. And he was like, <clears throat> and he just starts saying it like this little kid's voice. But it was, it was cool because Grandpa said, he said, I knew you'd find me. You said you'd, you'd uh, hunt bounds of hell. And- you'd, you'd go to hell and back to find me. So yeah. I went to hell, you know, and they're in hell township. Yeah. And he says that, and he starts reading his letter, and he's like, "Dear Santa, I blah blah blah." And he's reading up. Then at the end of it, he's like, "All I want for Christmas is an even uh, easy bake oven." And she looks over at Mary, looks over at Nick, and he just shrugs his shoulders because he was trying to play like he didn't uh-huh. want it. And, dude, and but he tells the address, so that's how Santa knew. Okay, I got you. And it was signed Nicholas Yulesman. Yeah. And that's how he knew that it. That's where he was. So <clears throat> he says, "Well, how about a bet?" He says, "It's the Santa Claus." And uh, he says, if I win, you have to be good from here on out and spread joy. And then Santa goes, when I win, you, you see uh, you see that hole over there? And he, and he smashes the ice skating rink, and it it's a portal to hell is what it is. Mm-hmm. He says, that's for your soul, and you'll spend eternity down there. Uh, and they, they go ahead and take the bet. And the first one that goes this time is Grandpa. He slings the rock over to it, and it lands perfect right in front of it. Mm-hmm. Well, out of nowhere, Santa acts like he's fixing to. He takes a little broom and swipes off the bottom of his rock, and right before he's fixing to do it, he grabs Santa and slides him down the ice skating uh, or uh, the ice rink. Santa falls in. Not Santa. Um, Grandpa. Grandpa falls into the hole, and. I don't know. I thought this part was, I mean, which the whole movie is a little cheesy, but this part killed me. They start crying. They're like, no, because they think grandpa went to hell. He turns around and he pulls out the nutcracker. Uh, Nicholas does. And I can't remember what the letter said, but it was grandpa's last gift to him. Oh, I don't remember. But before he threw, he got thrown in hell, grandpa looked at him and said, remember Nicholas. And he said what was in the letter. Yeah. So he's pretty much telling him, use the nutcracker. Yeah. Uh, Santa turns around starts walking toward him and he shoots him with this nutcracker but it's funny because as soon as he shoots him uh, Nicholas goes chestnut <laughs> and it chest nut and it hits him right in the chest uh, Santa Claus what was it? That, it was a chestnut I mean but why was it like was it glowing fire or something or what? I guess I don't know but it was a chestnut but stuck it kn- in Santa's chest but it knocks Santa down and they can hear Grandpa. He's like, hey, hey. And he, they run over, and he's barely hanging on. Mm-hmm. Well, as they're pulling him up, Santa gets up, gets on his Zamboni, and just books it out there. He knew he was lo- he was losing. Oh, yeah. And uh, Grandpa goes and gets Santa's big rock and throws it into the hell thing. And as soon as he, as soon as he throws it in, the hole covers up. So mm-hmm. Santa's lost. Yep. And he even tells him, Grandpa's like, don't let him fool you. He has no power. And they're like, well, let's go get them then. We got to finish this. And Nick and Mary's all into it. And as they start to walk off, Grandpa cannot get out of the building. And he's like, I guess I can't cross over. And he's like, but I don't want to leave you. And he goes, remember, he said, I'm always here. Well, he does like this. Yeah, he does a little circle above his head. His halo pops up and he just kind of disappears. Yeah. So that's the last we see of Grandpa. He gone. Okay. Just explain this part and I'll finish the rest. Because this part got... About the hunters, like how did that make sense? It, that just they were running. Basically, what it was is after they left the ice rink, they went to find Santa Claus to end it. 
Well, they come across this group group of hunters. Yeah. And it ended up being Mary's family. It was her her brother and her dad were there for sure. Yeah. Well, Nicholas runs up to him. He's like, "Hey, you want you want a story to tell everybody? You killed a flying reindeer." And this uh, native guy pulls his little. He's smoking a cigarette and he pulls his little talking box out and puts it up. And he's talking like yeah, you know, like that. <clears throat> well. He said, I, I got I got the special call. So Nicholas goes out. He does a little whistle mm-hmm. to the same whistle that Santa does. And all of a sudden, you see the bison and the sleigh yep. coming. He was like, oh, yeah, there it is. So all these guys pull their guns up, and they're getting ready to shoot. And she hands Nick. She hands Nick this double-barrel shotgun with a scope on it, which is the weirdest-looking gun I've yeah, ever seen in my stupid. life. So they all get their guns up and ready, and they're all shooting as that as the bison gets close. Nobody's hitting it. Clearly, so it shows Nicholas with the gun up, looking through the scope. He gets the crosshairs right on it, and then all of a sudden, it explodes. Yeah. Like a giant explosion. So he does thinking, shoot. Did he shoot? Yeah, he did shoot. I didn't even see him shoot, because all I seen was the explosion. It looks like Nick shot it, and then they all turn around. And and it's Mary's dad with a bazooka. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, look what I got. Yeah. Like, they're all about guns and stuff, and she's like, wow, Dad, where'd you get that from? You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they destroy... The bison and they destroy the sleigh. And they're all celebrating and it cuts to the pastor. And he's impaled on a flagpole. He's well, Yeah. Which before that, before uh, they blew up the sleigh, remember, it shows the pastor in the sleigh. Yeah. And he's like, honey, I've had the worst dream. And there's Santa right there beside him. So he was, th- he was thinking he dreamed it. Yeah, Santa goes, sugar plums? Yeah. And he bops him in the head with a mace. So, and then they blow up the Santa sleigh. Well, the next scene is there's the pastor, and he's dead, and he's been, he, he's like got a flagpole through him, mm-hmm. and he's still dressed as Santa. Uh, well, underneath the Santa is, or the pastor, is the big book. What was the book called? The, the Book bo- of Claws. The Book of Claws, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, I'm writing something down. Hold on. Anyway, pretty much. They're fixing to get everything. They're getting, uh, they're getting the pastor. They're going to cut him off the pole and all this. And Mary and Nicholas have their big finale. They're talking about they've got each other. Uh, Grandpa's gone, but he's still with us. You know, spiritual, all this stuff. The hunters leave and come back with the bison on the hood. Yes, <laughs> and the camera's painted off, and they're kissing. So they, you know, you finally see them kiss and. You think it's happy-go-lucky, it starts to go away, and then all of a sudden it cuts to an airport. And this woman, the flight attendant, whatever you want to call her, the secretary, she's sitting there and she's like, "Uh, how can I help you? And he hands her the boarding pass, and it's to Winnipeg, Canada. And it's funny. And it, No, she, it was North Pole. She said Winnipeg. North Pole. Is that what she said? Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought she said Winnipeg, Canada, though. I don't remember when it Canada. I remember she says North Pole because she was confused. Okay. Well, anyway, oh yeah, 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 that's right. But behind her, it was the the flight was for Winnipeg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, is Winnipeg Canada? Is that right? Yeah, I think so. Okay, I'm just want to make sure. Maybe. Yeah. I think okay. So. Anyway, it turns around and it's Santa Claus, but he looks like a biker now. He's got a big old goatee. He's got his hair back in the ponytail. He's got his biker vest on. And he has the Goldberg toboggan. Yeah. The beanie. Yeah. And it's his Goldberg logo in the front of it. And I only remember it because I used to have one of those beanies. And so now we know that he has lost his powers. And it's funny because she's like, you got any traveling bags? And he picks the Santa Claus bag up yeah. and puts it on the counter. 
So now he's going to be a biker. Uh-huh. And she's like, well, just take your seat and we'll get with you. And that's how the movie ends. He goes over there and he sits between these two people. And he just kind of looks around. Yeah, and that's it. That's and it. And that's the end of uh, Santa, uh, Santa Slay. Santa Slay. So, I'm going to rate this one first. All right, go, go ahead. Okay, so I've got to say, I enjoyed the movie. It was a fun watch. Oh, yeah. Okay, one of the things that stuck out to me the most I love, love, love the fact they did not use any thriller music, any suspense music. When he was chasing to kill people or chasing to kill anybody, like uh, Mary and Nicholas, they had Christmas music playing. I thought that was funny. I thought it was cool. They they did have the Christmas music. There were a couple times where it would hit like a minor note or something. Yeah. But it was Christmas music the whole time. Yeah, that was good. Okay, so... It's time for the pulling scale. Pulling scale. Pulling 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 scale. scale. (laughs) Dude, I'm giving this a thumbs up. I recommend you to at least watch it once. Now, me personally, I'm not going to lie to you. When I find it available on Voodoo for like $4.99, I'm going to buy it. <laughs> it is a movie, and it's it's short. It's a, it's, yeah. actually, it's like an hour and like it's 15 a, minutes. An hour, 18 minutes long. 18 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Honestly, man, I'm giving it a thumbs up, and I would recommend you at least watch it once. Yeah. Because it's a fun movie. Uh, this is one of the movies, dude, that I'm dead serious. Like... Is this movie you, becoming a part of your normal Christmas movie watching? If you come by my house and was like, man, I ain't never seen Santa Slay. Okay, let's watch it. <laughs> now, here's the thing, though. I'm being legit. Now, I'm gonna My rating probably ain't going to go with the thumbs up and all this stuff. Yeah. But let's, let's face it. The acting was horrible. Yeah, except, yeah, except for Santa Claus, which is Bill Goldberg, yep. and the old man. Yep. I thought the old man did a good job. Bill Goldberg did a good job. Mm-hmm. And now, when I say horrible, hold on. It wasn't class A acting. Oh, yeah. It was, they it was, they it was B-rated horror. It would be okay. like if we did a movie. Yeah. But, okay, take that to the side stuff. I'm going to say thumbs up. I do recommend you to watch it at least once. I will add it to my collection. I'm not going to lie to you. And I'm giving it a C plus. Okay. C plus. And it's and it's not for the acting. Mm-hmm. I'm, I can tell you that right now. So before you give yours, the reason I'm giving it a C plus, this is the good parts. <laughs> it's something new. Yep. It kept my interest the entire time. The kill scenes were really good. It was a funny movie. Oh yeah. And it was just, dude. It, it was it was a fun watch. Now, and no, it's not getting a B or B plus or like that yeah, because yeah. I mean, come on, let's get real. But I think it deserves a C plus, man. I really do. I, I, I'm with you on it. I'm, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a th- <laughs> thumbs in the middle. Is is watch it one time, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna give it a thumbs in the middle. Okay. Because I definitely think you should watch it one time. It's one of those movies. If I was with somebody, like you said. And they were like, I've never seen it. I'm like, you ought to watch it. I don't have it. But I got a buddy, Johnny, that I got it. And right, I know for a right. fact has it. It's not one. I, it, I'm not adding it to my Christmas collection. You know, I don't, you know, I don't have like National Lampoon's Christmas. Um, 
uh, the, and the Santa Claus movies are the only movies that I know for a fact that I watch around Christmas time. See, like, I have to watch Ernest Saves Christmas. And that's like Hocus Pocus is the only movie that I watch during Halloween. You stupid. Go ahead, though. Anyway. <laughs> um, I, I give it a thumbs in the middle. I think you should watch it one time, especially if you're a wrestling fan and you like Goldberg. It, it's one of those... Goldberg didn't act in a whole lot of movies. I think he was in uh, Universal Soldier. Yeah, part two. And then he was in Longest Yard. Longest Yard. He played the hammer. Um, but it was it's not like The Rock. He wasn't in one movie and then got big in acting or whatever. If you're a fan of Goldberg, you can own like two or three movies that he was in that you like. Um, but I think I think you should at least watch it one time. If you're a fan of Goldberg, if you like you know, themed horror movies and stuff like that. It's definitely a one-time watch for sure. Um, I felt like there was a lot of unnecessary language in it, but like when the kids open up their Christmas presents, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see what they added to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It just it didn't make sense. Um, but again, it was kind of one of those things like. It kind of goes along with that B-rated horror kind of genre, mm-hmm. but it it was it was hilarious. Yeah, like the whole movie there was a constant action in it. It was something always Something's going not on. Kosher. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude, those two cops, man, are hilarious. Yeah. It was something going on all the time. Right. It kept your attention through the whole hour eighteen minutes. It was hilarious. There were constant constant spot. Uh, Moments where you were just laughing your head off from the very beginning of the movie. At least we were. Oh, dude, I, I was dying laughing. I had tears in my eyes at one point. Especially when he said something's not kosher here. I was, dude, I had tears in my eyes. It was hilarious. And then he called the rabbis Amish, and I, yeah, I was dead. I think we rewound that part like three times. Yeah. We just kept back watching it. Um, I do like the fact that the Christmas music was there instead of the the thriller horror. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was it just added that extra you know something to it right. santa killing somebody the jingle bells or something like that you know mm-hmm. it just it, it just worked uh but yeah i'm gonna give it a thumbs in the middle because i think you should watch it at least one time it's definitely worth a one-time watch and i'm gonna give it a c you know you say that i know that gave mine but i'm doing the same thing i'm gonna give it a c i was sitting there thinking because i was thinking we were doing c plus c minuses oh yeah but we're not we're not doing minuses. we're just doing c and c plus yeah I'm giving it a C, so okay. we're both on that. So okay. I wanted to hurry up and change that real quick. I, I had a feeling, like, the whole time we were watching the movie, there were just, like, moments where I would look over at you, and you either had, like, your face was red, you were laughing your head off, and I was like, he's going to give it a thumbs up. <laughs> because he's going to buy this movie as soon as it goes on sale. Yeah. So, and that's what I'm saying, man. It's a... Uh, so you're giving it a thumbs in the middle. I gave it a thumbs up. Yeah, I'm going to give it a thumbs in the middle. And you gave it a C. I'm giving it. I'm changing mine to a C. Cause like I said, for some reason I was thinking we were doing C plus C minus. Yeah. Uh, so now C minus is worse than a C, right? Technically, is that what is that? Is that what I don't know because don't know. technically a C plus is like if if you're going off the grades, it's a seventy five and over, seventy five to seventy nine. C minus is seventy to seventy one, and a C is a seventy. Well, technically, I think C would be worse. Okay. I don't know. Well, anyway, I'm giving it a C. There you go. But you gave it a thumbs up. I gave it, or I gave it a thumbs up. You gave it a thumbs in the middle. Yep. And I and now here's what's funny though. Even though I gave it a thumbs up, I recommend you to watch it at least once. Oh yeah. Me, 
Now this ain't gonna like I said, I'm not gonna watch this all the time. Yeah, it, ain't, yeah. it ain't that good. Yeah. But it's good enough to where if I find it on Voodoo for four ninety nine I can buy it to add my collection. It's one of those movies if your brother comes over and says, Man, I've never seen it, it's like let's watch it real quick. Yeah, let's, yeah, because yeah. I mean it's an hour and eighteen minutes. Right. And it kept my attention. Yeah. So that's our review on it. That's our score. I like I said, man, yeah. I knew from the opening scene, I was like, Yep. Dude, from the opening scene, I'd never <laughs> seen this movie before. I've seen like pictures from it and you know, just small little snippets and clips and stuff. This movie was nothing like I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. Right. Because on one of the covers for the DVD, it's got a picture of Goldberg as Santa Claus, and he looks scary as all get out. Mm-hmm. He's like doing his big roar and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, this movie was nothing like I thought it was going to be. And I didn't know that it was listed as a comedy horror. I didn't either. Yeah. Until when I, you told me? Yeah. When know. I started writing all the stuff down before I ever watched <clears> it, when I started writing the stuff down, it said horror, comedy horror. I was like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. I was like, this is uh, a... I didn't think it... I didn't know it was going to be considered horror. Right. But... Anyway, that is our review of the 2005 <clears throat> Santa's Slay. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. I had fun with this episode. Oh, yeah. It was awesome. Uh, Santa? <laughs> that, that killed me, dude. Oh, look. You got to look it up. You got to look that part up, man. That, that was so freaking funny, man. Oh, my gosh. The way she did that. Santa? <laughs> but. I remember where it was. Hold up. It so. Was, it was in the trailer. So the thing is now is Silent Night, Deadly Night, which I have not seen this film, and you have not seen it. Not that I know of. If we start watching it and there's one scene that from an old movie that I remember watching as a kid with a creepy Santa Claus, I've at least seen that scene. I don't know if this is the same movie or not. Right. But we'll, we'll find out. So I've seen, for some reason I watched the second one before I did the first one. So... I didn't care for the second one that much. The first one I did like. Or the, or the second one I didn't care for. The first one I'm hoping I do like. But right. Go ahead, Randy. Yes, there is. <laughs> All bets are off. Santa? Yes, there is a Santa Claus. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that killed me. Okay, we got to get out of here, folks. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And... Uh, Remember always to stay jolly and stay scared and stay merry and stay spooky. <laughs>